following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. on tape on this Saturday, November 18th, 2023, week 11 of the NFL season, where everybody across the United Nations, United Nations, the United States, dumbass, is fucking sick right now, continually, ever since uh, Halloween, it has gone downhill, left and right, uh, I, yours truly was sick a couple of weeks ago, you, you learn this person's sick, that kid's sick. Chris, you said it was flying all around Florida. Everybody down there is sick. No? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm watching this fucking hip drop tackle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, anyway. Well, the other sickness going around the NFL and now college football is the rash of quarterback injuries. It is is the new pandemic, if you will. (laughs) And it is quarterbacks dropping left and right. On Thursday night, we lost Joe Burrow for the season on a questionable during-the-game injury. They are going to go down fighting uh, that it was an injury that was new and nothing that should have been pre-reported. Although Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports fame is now open. Open, open lobbying, I guess via his dad's law firm. And I don't even know if it's serious or not. But to class action sue the NFL using the Bengals injury as an example. But now, tonight, uh, must have been maybe a half an hour ago, Florida State just lost Jordan Travis to a basically a, a dislocated ankle, it looked like. Either that or It a, looks like a Dak Prescott. It looked just yes, like the Dak Prescott. It looked exactly injury. like Dak Prescott. Good call by you. Good for you. And it basically the foot is going an opposite angle. And it co- was caused primarily from the ill-fated or the ill-fated hip drop tackle where you tackle the individual from behind, you lift, basically take your body weight off of the ground and use it as leverage going counter momentum to the ball handler. And tonight it happened. Florida State, number four, undefeated, fighting to go all the way into the college playoffs, now lost their starting quarterback, to a three and seven, I think North Alabama, whatever the some junk fucking team. The kid, the quarterback probably shouldn't even play him because they probably could have won without him. But the, and it was a linebacker, and it was a terrible, lazy fucking tackle. He was behind the guy. He gets him by his shoulder pads, and then literally lifts up his legs, and then just fucking hangs on him. Falls backwards, and that's all she wrote. Gone. Broken ankle, end of the season, not back until next year. And it's a fucking shame. And 
between Burrow now and this Travis thing, let's just talk about it, right? The NFL has an issue on their hands, and that's with quarterbacks, no? I don't know if it's really an issue, man. It's like this is the this really? is the game. This is the game. Not like this, dude. Not like this. The quarterback injuries this year have been insane. Insane. Now, whether they're preventable or not is the question, right? And I think that's what you have to look at. You have to identify whether or not this rash of injuries is just sucks to be you or there's an actual root cause that could be eliminated. And we'll just start with the the freshest one is the mode of tackling in professional football and what can and cannot be allowed. Now, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to say, I think the hip drop tackle should be taken out tomorrow. I think it's fucking garbage. Thoughts? I don't think, I don't, I don't think it is necessarily a good way to play the game. I think, however, from a perspective of, let, let, me, let me play devil's advocate and I'll be the defensive player. I do not think it's going to be fair to determine that uh, that specific play uh, is is illegal because now you're saying, oh, well, if he gets by me or if he cuts me at an angle and I lose the, the angle, you're going to say I can't tackle him. I have to I have to then catch back up and tackle him from the side or the front. So Okay, I will push back on that a little bit because I don't think that that necessarily... I don't think it's that black and white, right? Like, I think a hip drop, hip tackle, hip drop tackle is different than just a tackle from behind. You know what I mean? I, I don't... You, you get thrown by somebody and you grab them and you try to pull them down. That's one thing. The hip drop tackle is is more or less close personal contact where you're engaged and you basically just drop all your weight from behind. Like you almost, I, I know, I, I know, I know what it is. I, and, and, and when does it happen? It had the same fucking play happens every time somebody escapes the pocket, whether that be a running back from a dump off or a, a, a screen pass or at 99% of the time, it's a quarterback right. who gets, who gets through gets right around a fucking linebacker. And as soon as he gets by a linebacker, he, the linebacker uses that momentum of the quarterback and hip drops him and lands on the back of his legs. Yes, right. Like, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, and I'm not taking away your defense defense of, of this argument. In no way, shape, or form am I going to defend the, the defense either. What I'm going to say is it's going to be very, very hard to – teach a defensive player how to tackle when it comes to that specific play. Cause that happens a lot. And then what's going to happen is you're going to have more quarterbacks running through that situation and specifically de- uh, plays designed to go that way. So that knowing that the, the play, the, the defense can't do that. It's always a linebacker and it's always a fucking quarterback. Right, like the hip drop is the same play over and over. And it over. is usually linebackers. I mean, it can happen anywhere. However, it does happen to be linebackers a lot. There was a recent one that happened 
with the Giants, and it was Isaiah Simmons, and he got called, and who was it? Uh, I, I don't think it was a quarterback. Or was it a quarterback? It, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a quarterback. Uh, it was Geno Smith. Yeah. It was Geno, Geno Smith. Smith. And he, he right. tackled Geno Smith out of bounds, and I thought that one was awesome. And landed on his – and landed on the – it was brutal, dude. It looked yeah. like – and that one, I, I he was I also ha- he was, was hanging and pulling his weight backwards, and knew we everybody knew it was like a boomerang or or a whiplash. Everybody knew what was going to happen. Right. I also thought that was preventable, um, and I thought it was. I thought that one was dirty as well. So yes, I I guess we're in agreement and disagreement. I think that I do agree with you that there will probably be a lot of gray area in enforcing it, right? I think that's sure. that's what your argument yes. would be is how the hell do you actually enforce this? Yeah, you can't. You can't because then every single play is going to have to go to review, and if they're going to make it like one of those personal fouls or or whatever that you get, what, two and you're out or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, well, it, it's going to uh, – personal fouls – well, targeting in, in college, right? I think they have targeting now in the NFL, do they, or do they not? This is something I they should have, know about. They it. Ha- this is what I'm saying. They have something that, you know, you can get ejected, and, and it's going to be like one of those plays where it's 15 yards, first down, and blah, 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 got ejected. Yeah. Right? right. Like that, that's, that's what it's going to be. And, and it, it's, it's going to go – it's only going to be possible if it's a reviewable play or they're going to make it a reviewable play like they do with targeting and I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it is. What it <laughs> and is. he runs out of steam folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I, I, I do agree with you. It would probably be difficult to enforce at least in the beginning. I think now with what is taking place with quarterbacks, you're just going to have to do something. And, and I think two of two, tackles that have to be regulated in some way shape or form is the hip drop tackle because there's just way too many associated injuries that go along with it and the second one would be the Nick Chubb injury tackle which was caused by Micah Fitzpatrick who is guilty of so many dirty shits but that one is probably his most known dirty play is the launch at the legs Right. And sure. I, you know, watching, watching Mason, who is in third grade, learn from the ground up, you know, how to play. And, I, you know, I, I played, so I, I, I've seen it too, as has, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of Americans, you know, a, a lot of people, when they've learned how to play football, how to tackle. And you just forget about it once you're away from it for so long. But at third grade, you watch the, the coaches and everybody teaching, and they don't teach they don't teach that, right? Like, that comes later on in life when it becomes competitive to the fact that I have to bring this guy down. He's bigger than me. I have to figure out a way to do this. I need leverage. What do I do? Take him out of the legs, hip truck, tackle. I, you, you know what I mean? Like, you learn that mm-hmm. as... You know, there's leverage differences, and you know, the physics of the game come more into play as opposed to when you're a kid learning how to do it, and you're just like, tackle, cut them in half, wrap and drive, you know? like, And so uh, you, you'll have to do something about the dives at the legs, and you'll have to do something about the hip drop tackles because the catastrophic injuries from those are just debilitating, especially to the league. Here is a list of the quarterbacks that have been lost this year. Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, 
Uh, uh, Watson just went down. Uh, Daniel Jones and then Joe Burrow all went all gone for the year. Finito, no dice. Sorry. Uh, so then also you had Fields. He's coming back this week, but he's been out forever. Der- uh, uh, Derek Carr. Is he coming back this week? Because he went out last week. And, you know, I still don't even know what the injury was. I just saw the James. They, ha- they have a bye. They have a bye. Okay, so he's not even playing this week because they're not playing no, at all. No, but he, he has a concussion. But it was a concussion, fine. right. Okay, so just your typical concussion. Yeah, yeah. And then Stafford, who is coming back, and he was banged up for a thumb, right? So that's nine quarterbacks, of which six are done for the year, and the other ones have been banged up forever, right? So... I mean that that's an issue, and then if you you know you want to trickle down, and now you see things like this happen in college football, it's just kind of like, look, I mean, there's an issue, and then throw in the fact that, you know, you have the the turf angle, which I mean, do you believe it's an an issue or now? No, really, no, the turf, yeah, like oh no, I I I don't think it's the best thing in the world to play on, but they've been doing it for what forty years, thirty years. Yeah, when, but when 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 did they initiate turf? I mean, turf's been, been around. In. Yeah, tur- turf's been around for a long time. But I mean, you know, this new field turf, et cetera, which is supposed to be healthy. I I but I just there wasn't as much right, and so and there's obviously been a change of technology as time has gone on. But whether it's the the athletes have gotten so big, it runs Correct. counterintuitive Correct. to the technology. Maybe they just weren't that big and fast back in the 70s and 80s, right, when turf came around and started going. I mean, the Giants have played on turf forever. You know, I mean, what, you know, Astros. You have to. You have to. You can't. How are you going to maintain grass? It, it's going to be It's going to be more. You're going to incur more. In, uh, incur? Yeah. You're, you're. <laughs> Whatever. You're, you're committed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely on, on a hard frozen tundra. You know, you're going to incur way more injuries on that than you would on a turf. I know it sucks. If you ever fall. Different injuries. Different injuries. I I think that the issue with the turf is that it's all soft tissue and ligament injuries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Correct. Versus, you know, you have to weigh the two injuries against each other, right? It's going to be more physical, brutal injuries like on the shoulders or like on the knees, different injuries, like you said, versus that that other turf, like Achilles and ACLs and things like that. So, I, you know, what do you do? What what's the solution here? You can't play on, you can't play on like memory foam. You know no, I mean? no, I understand. Like, you need you need a surface to play on, right? And I'm sure that if you went to all grass and then you had these stadiums that had shitbox grass stadiums, people would be complaining because they'd say that the field is unplayable. They'd be torn up, and then they, you know, what if it rained, right? Or or it, 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 you had a bad winter, right? You have a really bad winter, and all of a sudden, I mean, but to be fair, at the same time, like Buffalo, do, do they play on turf? I don't even know. Uh, what, what, what is it now? Highmark? Um, yeah, I think they do. Right. I, I mean, if you want to talk about cold outdoor stadiums that still feature green bass, it's, it's green Bay. Right. I mean, um, do they still have grass at hard rock stadium down in Miami? I think they might have grass down there. I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, because that's 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 why it's the best. Again, why, not yeah. a show of expertise when you're sitting there wondering which stadiums do and don't. But you just stop paying attention. I mean, there's stadiums. But who the fuck, yeah, who the fuck keeps track of that shit? Well, like, you know, there, there's stadiums that I thought had grass, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, that's turf. And then you're like, oh, they must have changed in the past like four years. And then you go, I think uh, whatever the Patriots was one of them. And I look back and it was like, no, changed to fucking a long, long time ago, brother. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, so you know, tackling I think is going to have to be addressed. They're obviously going to have to figure out something to do with the playing surface because I do think that there's probably enough uh, there's enough data to show that the synthetics turfs are, are are not contributing to the health of players. But here is a completely op, you know separate topic, but related. Do you think now, seeing how the NFL does not have enough quarterback talent to maintain? quarterback injuries at this clip do you think you start to see the the modern era of load management in the end in the nfl a la the nba well that's just gonna work out great for the running backs the running backs would love that (laughs) well yeah right because you probably have to run more with them or at least stop featuring the running aspect of the quarterback right but yeah i mean that's just exactly what's gonna happen but I, I'm thinking, you know, like two scores up late in the game, do you start sitting your starting quarterback? I mean, you're, you're going to have to come up with something because I, I can't see the NFL continuing its historic path of playing quarterbacks all the time minus blowout losses if the injuries are going to be at such a fucking high clip. I don't know. I I really don't. Uh, Other than letting them have more quarterbacks on the roster in case of injury, I don't know what they can do. They, it's going to be such a hard thing to. The the defensive players are getting so big as as the years go on that, and the quarterbacks aren't like the quarterbacks that you see aren't aren't massive dudes like a Ben Roethlisberger. You know, like well, John, even like, when they're big, like Anthony Richardson, he couldn't take the pounding, right? So well, he's it, a rookie, yeah, yeah, but, but whatever. But he couldn't take the pounding. Deshaun like, Watson, Josh Allen, Deshaun, uh, Josh Allen's huge, right? He's big. I, I mean, he is. He's one of the outliers, right? I mean, they're not all yeah. as oh, big yeah. as him. Yeah, yeah, no, for but, sure. But you know, take take Deshaun Watson. He's a big dude. He's a. You think? I don't think he's small. I thought he was small, dude. I always thought he was small. No, I mean, Kyler Murray, Bryce Young, those dudes are small, right? Yeah. Like, Watson, I, w- I would put on the on the bigger side, right? I mean, if you think about successful big quarterbacks um, of the re- past 20 years, right? I mean, they, and I say big that they're like probably Roethlisberger, big. 6'1", uh, six, one, six, one, 220. That's all Watson is? <laughs> Sorry, 6'2", 220, yeah. Well, the two twenties okay. I mean, what what is Tua six one two twenty seven? Wow, so Tua and Watson are the same size. Yep, Baker Mayfield. I never six would one, have thought that. Six I never one two that. Six one two ten. Wow, Watson is as big because because fucking Baker's small. Baker's small. Wow, fucking uh, terrible. You gotta remember. Terrible call by me. I can't believe Watson's that small, though. 
But think about it. These numbers are also juiced up to make them to make them look bigger. They're probably not all this big. Right. Well, well let, let's just think. Okay, so let, let's take Watson out because that's blatant whiff. Right? Like, Roethlisberger was a big dude. Allen is a big dude. Right? I'm, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. Dante Culpepper, uh, you know, back when he was playing early 2000s. Big fucking dude. Right? Like, those guys can hang. But you're, you're Kyler Murray's. You're Bryce Young. Uh, I mean, these guys are small. Uh, you know, uh, fucking Drew Brees, small dude. Right? Like, short. You know, and not overly big. But you're, you've you got to find a way now to kind of monitor these guys' health. Because yeah. what the NFL has proven, as you watch a team like the the Giants, who have imploded with the loss of, you know, both their starter and their lead backup, is that there is not enough quarterbacks to go around. There's not enough backup quarterbacks to go around. So if, if you go to your backup quarterback, eh, you're your fucking chances are more or less gone, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. What, what are you going to do? Like, if you're the Browns, sure, maybe you can find a way to eke out, a, you know, into the playoffs. Eke out a couple of wins getting the playoffs, but are you winning a Super Bowl with no. P.J. Walker or the fucking Rook? Excuse me. No. No. Not a chance. I mean, shit. Not I, a chance. No. I, I mean, and you want to look at the two worst-case scenarios. Look at the fucking Giants and the, and the Jets. The Jets have at yep. least stayed somehow significant to an extent because their defense has been good enough. But all right, here you go, Daniel Jones, six five, two twenty. He's a big. All right, so he's a big dude, but even at that, he's two twenty. He's six five, gives it away. So if Watson six two two twenty, he's stockier, right? Because he's a little shorter. But we're all right, all sure. right, continue. Go. Geno Smith, six three, two twenty. Yes, he's a he's a bigger dude. Okay, so. Um, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, who might take over for yeah, just got signed, right? Six five two forty. He is now the backup for um for the Rams. So should I don't Mac, know if he go? This wow, week, Mac Mac Jones six three two fourteen. That seems yeah. He th- he's he, not, he doesn't look big. I, I mean, he, he doesn't look big. You know, that's a little bit taller and thinner. Tua, we talked about. Yeah, what is Josh Allen? That that's the one that I want. Uh, I'm going through the list here. He's probably t- two thirty. Jared Goff six four two twenty. Yeah, okay. So they're all around that two twenty. Uh, let's see, Baker. We talked about Justin Fields six three two seventeen. Wow. Yeah, again, tall, but but you know, I mean, and he's got the injuries to prove it, right? Yeah, J- I Jalen just hurts. Josh Jalen Allen. hurts, six foot two twenty three. That's stocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, six five two thirty seven. So six five two forty. So Josh Allen, big dude. So he's By got far the biggest. Yeah, he's got like, be like the biggest quarterback in the league. He's got fifteen to twenty pounds on all these guys. You know, a, a, a couple yes. extra inches, but um. So, I mean, they, they're just not all that big. And they, they just can't take, you know, the beating like this. So, what are you going to do? If you're going to have all this... If you're going to have all this mobility out of the quarterbacks and have them taking hits like that, then what can you do? You can either limit their hits by trying to change the offense, which runs counterintuitive to everything they've done over the past 10, 15 years, right? Or you're, 
going to have to find a way to, I, I don't know, load management, right? You're going to have to find a way to monitor the amount of time they play. You got to take them out when they're not needed. You know, a three-score lead is probably like an insta-pull, depending on the, you know, probably the quarter. <clears throat> Do you want to guess who the, the tallest quarterback is? Uh, starter or backup? Oh, wow. Wow, dude, I didn't realize this. Justin Herbert, six. He's six, tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, six, two forty. Yeah, yeah, he's big. He's big. And I, and I think Mahomes is also tall, right? Uh, Burrow, six four, two twenty. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen, six five, two thirty seven. Did you, did, oh, Brady, you, did you find Mahomes for Brady. me? I'm doing it right now. Aaron Rodgers, six two, two twenty. And Patrick Mahomes, 6'3", 230. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's I a big thought, dude. Too. I thought he was tall, too. So, um, But anyway, I it, I think that we're on the verge of a, a load management <clears throat> era coming in because I can't, I can't see them continuing on like this. And I think even more so after watching the Jordan Travis injury. I mean, holy shit. There According goes, to this, Trevor Lawrence is the tallest quarterback. Yeah, he's a tall dude. I bet he's. I bet he's. I bet he. Whatever height he is, I bet he's also in like the two fifteen, two twenty era. Though I don't think he's like a Josh Allen. No, he's skinny as shit. Yeah, what, like what's his seven, height weight? Two, two twenty, six six two twenty, six six two twenty. Right, so inch taller and seventeen pounds lighter than Josh Allen. Yeah. So. But it'll be interesting to see going forward what happens because I think the NFL is in a, not not a world of trouble because it's the NFL, but I, I don't know if the NFL can take a, you know multiple seasons in a row like this one, right? You know you battle this shit next year when you got bad quarterback play and all these quarterback injuries, and after a while people are gonna be like, ah, eh, I don't know, you know, like it just it takes the fun out of it. I mean, if you look you look at the have you looked at the NFC? Recently, like the standings, uh, I briefly, I I peruse it once in a blue moon, but not. I can't say I memorized it. There, there's like there's like fucking five teams, and I would say probably four that I would give a shit about come the playoffs that I would think that would actually have a, a chance. Like I think yeah, it, I think it is absolutely. It's it's comical how junky the NFC has become. Well. Lucky for me, I got a nice uh, preseason Super Bowl, and my three NFC teams are all monsters. So, what are you talking about? My my preseason wagers for for uh, the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, oh! Yes. So your long form bets looking good. Uh, yeah. Going back, you'll have to listen to the uh, opening episode of of our gambling year this year to hear what they are. I have them uh, written down, but I'm not going to get into it right now. But um, yeah, what? Well, just say what they are. You had which? I had Detroit. Uh, I did a um, a trifecta box with three NFC, three AFC teams to make the Super Bowl, and the three NFC teams were Detroit, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. Yes, right. And and those are three of the four qualifying teams in my mind, right? You got yeah. Eagles, Lions, 49ers, and Cowboys. 
And yep. the, the Seahawks are six and three, and they're the b- biggest bullshit six and three team that there is. And they're then garbage. The next four in, mind you, after that, that, that's teams one through six, mind you. So it's Eagles, Lions, 49ers, Seahawks, followed by the Cowboys. And then teams, uh, the next four in, if you want to do it that way, Vikings, Saints, Bucks, and Commanders. I mean, come on. Get the fuck out of here. That's terrible. I mean, the Vikings have the talent, but they lost their quarterback for the year. So you know, I mean, they've been look. They they've done some things good, some things bad. I I think that Flores has the defense playing okay, uh, but you're still talking about you know a, a backup quarterback that his. I mean, God damn it! If there is Dobbs has done phenomenal work in yeah. the past less than what eight months. Right, yeah. stepping in that Tennessee game, taking over the Cardinals, and now doing this. I mean, fucking, I'll tell you what. I didn't expect that at all. It's pretty impressive. So, um, but all right, so we'll get into it. Let's do uh, stats real quick, and then we'll get into the top games. Um, you know, I mean, the the best game of the week is the Monday night game, and we'll talk about that one last. Uh, but we'll uh, th- there's enough games to talk about. I, I guess, eh, kind of, maybe not really. Um, I mean that's really the game of the week, but uh, all right. So let's just do some stats, and then we'll uh, we'll take it from there. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's roll. But before I do that, let me make sure that the fucking pot is up because every time I do this and I hit the button, and then all of a sudden nothing plays, and then it sounds like shit. First down. First down. All right. So how did we do last week? Best bet. I pushed with the Lions. Chris was a loser with Cincinnati, which I actually bet on, so we were both wrong there. So that brings Chris down. His lead is still way over mine, but he's at 56% for the year. I'm at 44. Super picks. I was 3-1. Chris was 3-2. He still has the lead over me there. 53% to my 45. The 272, which is where we pick every single game of the year. I was 10-2. Hello. Uh, Chris, you were 7-5. I've got you there. 52% to 46 How do we weigh up against the Sharps money and the tickets? Well, last week the Sharps were good. They were seven and four. The money was seven and five, and the Joes were six and six. So on the year right now, the money has now overtaken everybody. The money, the pros are coming in at 52% on the year. The tickets are at 50%, and the Sharps are still under 500. So, parlays, I was 0 for 1. Chris, you were 0 for 1. We are 1 for 41 on the year. Congratulations to us. Teasers, I was 0 and 1. You were 0 and 2. You still have not yet hit a teaser this year. I can't believe it. Believe it. Believe it. So don't come here for your gambling advice. Uh, so anyway, as for the trends, dogs won last week seven to five or seven to five. Of those seven wins, six count them six were outright wins. Do you want to take a stab, Chris, at the dog that did not win? The dog that did not win. Uh. The Commanders. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations. It was the Commanders. Home dogs were 3-1. and one. They are 52% on the year. The home team, the home dog that did not win because they got blown the fuck out with the Jaguars. 
Overs won last week, 8-5. to five. As for the teasers, they stayed in the 70% range. There was like one game off between whether it was a spread or the points. They were all around 9-4, and 8-5. and five. Uh, No real trend there. Overs are still getting crushed in terms of teases. They were 9-4 and four last week, but they're still 65% on the year as opposed to the 70% either other leg. And then teams with a halftime lead were 9-3, and three, still coming in 78% on the year. Chris, do you want to take a stab at the three teams that had a halftime lead and lost? Oof. Uh, the Bills? The Bills. Sorry, brother. The Bengals. The Bengals. Uh, ah! Nope. Hmm. Halftime lead and lost. The Chargers? Uh, no. No, no, no. Um, Who? Okay. Well, I <laughs> ask and you shall receive, sir. The Ravens. Did we forget about the Ravens game? Yeah. Huge, huge, huge lead. Uh, the Falcons in that debauchery. And I can't believe you missed on the last one. I mean, Jesus. Suck a motherfucker. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. The Jets, man. Oh, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, Jets, uh, Jets suck. They played your Raiders, dude. They played your Raiders. I thought for sure you'd get that one. The Jets suck. I thought you for sure you'd get that one. Uh, whatever. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so uh, now we go into second down where we will talk about all of the games for the week. Uh, well, we will start with the first, uh, well, second down is the top three games of the week. All of the spreads that we give you will be from DraftKings. I pulled them earlier on Saturday. As for the statistics that I will also provide, those are pulled compliments of the action network so we've got to pick out three games here we obviously have chiefs eagles which we'll talk about last because it is the sunday nighter i mean the monday nighter um what other two games do you want to pick here because you know dealer's choice man whatever whatever yeah just pick just pick games that you thought were the best dealer's choice okay all right so uh away we'll go we will uh start off I guess, I mean, what do we want to do here, right? Because there's not, okay, I'm, I'm looking at it. We'll, we'll, we'll just do it. Here we go. Let's rock and roll. Second down. We'll stay with a 1 o'clock game, and it's kind of a weird game because the one quarterback is out. But we will head out to Cleveland, and we will talk Brown Steelers because this game features two teams that have solid records. They're both 6-3 and three in what is becoming a uh, really brutal uh, AFC North division. Right now, the Browns favored by two at home against Pittsburgh. The over-under is 33, so not expecting a lot of points in this game at all. It is the lowest over-under of the week. Right now, the Sharps are going to come in on Cleveland while 72% of the tickets and 82% of the money, the big-time cash coming in on Pittsburgh. So the Sharps, they're looking at it. They said, you know what? We don't give a shit who's under center for the Browns. They play defense. They run the ball. And the Steelers still have Kenny Pickett under center. So we're going to go in on them. What are you going to do with this one? 
I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh because I do not trust Cleveland's quarterback room. I have zero interest in in anything that they that they have there. What about you? I don't. I, you know, I. I, I'm I'm picking the Steelers as well. So I did you pick the the Steelers or are you still kind of up in the air and you're making a decision as well? No, I, I I picked the Steelers because I, I have I have them in a couple of my bets later on. But I it's one of those games where like I don't believe in Kenny Pickett, but I I really like the talent around him, and I don't believe in the quarterback or the talent around them on their offense. They're just going to have to try and win this game with their defense. I. I mean, look, the over-under is 33. Yeah, that's, so, that's fucking putrid. <laughs> I mean, even expe- in a year where the, the unders have been coming in way more than the overs, that's still ridiculous. They're, right. They're expecting a 17-14 Cleveland win. That's what they're, that's what they're guessing. Yeah, well, well, I mean, Pickett just really has not produced. You know, I mean, he's come back and he's won a couple games. Uh, you know, the fans still kind of hate him over there in Pittsburgh. Uh, and rightfully so, because he's never been able to pr- produce consistently at all. But, you know, you're looking at the Browns here, and, you know, they lose Watson, and they put P.J. Walker in. P.J. Walker did not play well, granted. But, I mean, what what backup, you know, quarterback goes in there and really rips it right out of the gate? Not a lot. But they don't have enough faith for, faith in him to go back to him, even with a couple of games of experience this year, they're going to go to DTR. And I I don't know, man. Like, going to Thompson Robinson at this point, I kind of a ballsy move, right? I mean, that, that blatantly says you got no faith in P.J. Walker. Uh, I mean, if you watch, if you watched Walker play, you, I think you would agree. Like, it wasn't... He didn't play well, no. I, I'm not, I'm not going to stand up here and try to defend P.J. Walker. Um... I guess it's just we've seen, to your point, we've seen what he can do, and we just want to see something else. So we'll go to Thompson Robinson, right? At, at home, we'll most likely, what, they're going to run the ball, right, like they've been doing Ford and uh, and Hunt, and we'll play defense. We'll, we'll ride this, I don't know, monster de- Look, it's the best defense probably in the NFL right now. Do you think that the Browns' defense is, like, historic? Not even close, it's so, right? It's so funny. It's so funny too because there's most people can only name one person on that team. What on? Oh, Miles Garrett, you mean? That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's 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 hard to like. They could be one of the best defenses in the history of football, which is funny because when you think the Baltimore Ravens of whatever year that was, two thousand or whatever, twenty ten, whatever the hell it was, um. Ray Lewis was like the only person you can name from that team. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, are they historic? I, I mean, I, I mean, not even close, right? No, they're just they're just a good defense. Now they do they do have some good players. I mean, like Garrett, obviously is probably. I mean, he's destroying my. Uh, and we talked about this last week, but he's destroying my pick for defense player of the year in Micah Parsons because I at this point I don't know how Garrett loses it. Um, but they also have Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward was a solid draft pick, right? So they've got him at corner. I, you know, Greg Newsom, the, the the second, you know, Greg Newsom too at the other corner. And then they've got guys, I mean, that you, you've heard of before, right? Zedaria Smith had that time Delpit. in Green Bay. Delpit. Uh, Delpit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant Delpit at strong safety. 
Um, who else they got? Uh, who is they, uh, Walker? Right, Walker is there. Anthony Wa- Anthony Walker, Anthony their Walker, middle linebacker. Middle they, linebacker. Had, they had Takatui, Takatui or something like that. He was another. Oh yeah, linebacker. he he was one of the one of them. Yeah, he was one of the outsides, right? Yeah. Um, and I only know this that, because I, he was an ex-giant. So when I see see the name, I'm just like, oh, that's where he landed. Dalvin Tomlinson, you know, again, not a Hall of Famer, but he's been around the league a while. Their other edge guy isn't nearly as good as Garrett. Uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. Well, I, I think wouldn't it be Zadarius Smith or Zadarius Smith? They got playing no, in a in a like a he, an edge rushing role, like a right, linebacker right. He, role. He pops in, he he subs in, but the other guy is fuck, I can't the remember. The guy that had the three names. Yeah. Because I, I think I had him on my uh, IDP like a year or two ago. But anyway, uh, we're we're diving in the weeds here and in, in on a fucking <laughs> trying to develop a death charm here. Um I just think that look, as as much as I do like the defense and the Steelers you know they're probably going to have a little bit of difficulty against them. I don't trust their offense enough. I I kind of like Pittsburgh to win because shit. If Pickett can put something together here and just not be a blithering idiot on the on, on the field, like you should be able to leverage. Warren's been playing really well. You know Pickens is great if you can get him the goddamn ball, uh, and Deontay Johnson has been playing great. They get Fryermuth back. From everything mm-hmm. I've read, Fryer Ruth coming back. Like, you should have enough of the weapons here that you should be able to score some points. And then you got to rely a little bit on your own defense. Yeah, I, 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 I have no problem with their defense. Their defense is, as long as T.J. Watt is healthy, the rest of the team just plays better. And, and that's what, you know, I'm thinking, what, what happens here with a rookie versus, you know, pressure from T.J. Watt? Right, like if he does have a game, you know, and Hayward's good too. So if you get pressure coming in from that defensive front, is that going to you know produce a you know a pickoff? Right, you know, like is it going to be a, a turnover, like something that ends up working in Pittsburgh's favor? So it, look, maybe this game turns around and he ends up being fine under center. And if that was the case, and and he's and he's functional, I think the Browns probably could win it, but I can't put my pick on that. So I, that's for that reason I decided going Steelers with this one. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Steelers all the way. Right. So, all right. So we're both uh, in bed there. Whew, we don't want to be in bed. I mean, oh, geez. Uh, don't be rude. No, it's he's, it's, it's <laughs> not that he's not good looking. It's just that he's, you know, he's, he's my brother. That would be weird. And he's a dude, which isn't my jam. So, uh, all right. So with that, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to We're going to do the night games after this because I think those are probably the most interesting of the two. So we will fly out. To mile high for the next one because Sunday Night Football features what I would have said was laughable just a week or two ago and has turned into one of the better games of the week. Enough to make the top three here as you have the Denver Broncos playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Currently, the Broncos are two-point favorites at home. 42.5 is the over-under here. 
you got a pros-Joes game where the Joes are slightly leaning toward Minnesota. This obviously could change a lot because, as you know, the flow of gambling, uh, these statistics will probably change as we get closer to Sunday Night Football. But right now, the Vikings have 53% of the tickets. As for the Broncos, they've got the Sharps and they've got heavy money action again currently with 84% of the ticket of the money pool. Uh so here the Broncos do you believe in this quasi turnaround here or is this just junk versus junk and who's got you know the more functional junk? Uh no I, I don't believe in Denver's situation. I, I they played a, a Bills team that's just reeling right now. They uh, who was the game before that they won? Uh, whatever it was, I you know they're 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 not necessarily a team that like you look at and you're like oh that team's gonna make a run for the playoffs. No, they're not in any way, shape, or form. They don't have. The they'd have to, to go. They'd have to go. They'd have to go in in as a. They're not gonna catch Kansas City, so they've got to go in as a wild card, right? So I think this game probably means more, well, it definitely means more, to the Vikings in this instance because right now they're in the wild card, right? So you've got Eagles, Lions, 49ers, and Saints uh, as the top four, uh, top four in. And then you have Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings as the next three, right? So now I flipped that around. The Broncos are way down. They're they're at fourteen. The only thing that works in their favor is that if they go up to five and five here, five and five currently gets you all the way up to eight, right? Right before the seven slot with Houston. So I you know, you go to five and five, you go to six and six and five, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're in a little bit of a run here. So I think this is more of a game focused on Minnesota with Denver, you know, the Denver interest on the outside. But it's interesting because this team was dead in the fucking water. So let's let's argue it from Minnesota's side. How do they pull off a win here? I think they just keep grinding out the win like they do. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to, you know, like what they're doing. I, I really don't. I think they're <laughs> well, just. They can't be right. I mean, they keep changing everything. Yeah, they, I they're they're just winning with pure talent. So, how are they going to win? I, I, I mean, they're going to have to go in, and their their defense uh, minus fucking Jordan Hicks. Uh, yeah, is, that was a brutal loss. I had him in IDP. That sucked. Yeah, that sucks for that man. I was that, fucking that, super mad about that. That kid was good. Um, their defense is just going to have to fucking play uh, well enough to to slow down Denver's uh, running backs. And then they're just going to have to have Dobbs with some bullshit fucking throw to either Addison or Hawkinson and and just win that way. The run, the, the, uh, Minnesota's running back room sucks. Yeah, so, Minnesota it banged up. Now, did they finally decide whether or not – uh, what's his face was playing because he had a concussion no. last week, and then he was questionable throughout the week. And obviously, going through the the whatever concussion protocol ends up being kind of dicey. Um, but I don't even know uh, if if Madison was cleared yet or not. So I know that uh, what's his face ended up being a big pickup. Um, who the hell was is his backup? 
It's high Chandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I don't. You know, am I impressed? Were you impressed with the Denver win in Buffalo? Um, which it should have been not, a loss. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm gonna say the same thing I said a few minutes ago. It, it, it's they played a, they beat Kansas City when uh, like Kansas City just didn't play. Like they, it wasn't like Denver did anything. Kansas City just fucked up. They beat Buffalo because Buffalo had 17 turnovers. Yeah, Buffalo shot themselves in the foot. Buffalo has been their own worst enemy basically from the get-go. I mean, every it one sucks, of their losses has been on so them. That so good. I know. All their losses have been by less than a score. Uh, one, uh, I think by one score or less. Uh, I don't. I it's, don't have the schedule up, and I don't know off the top of my head. But um, I, I mean, I could see that because they they haven't been any kind of blowout, right? Nope. Uh, six points, five points, four points, four points, two points. Yeah, just sloppy bullshit has cost them. Yeah, it sucks too because that team's really good. It is what it is, though. You know that's yeah, that's, that's where they are now. Uh, and we'll get that's to the them name of the game with the rest of the games. But you yep. know, I mean, from from Denver, I mean, look for from a team that you know they were talking about. You know, maybe maybe you know time has passed. Peyton by and Wilson should be gone. I mean, you got a team that could go to five and five and five hundred with a win this week. You know, you still got Wilson there. Uh, you know, Sutton and Judy are an okay tandem. Javante Williams. You know, he 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 had a decent game last week because he cost me a fucking fantasy game because the opposing team had him and he ended up getting enough points to get the win. Um, you know, on defense, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, just your lunch pail kind of defense. I, I don't know if there's anything. You know, Sertan, the kid that they drafted a couple of years ago, is pretty good. Justin He's Simmons, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really, yeah. Justin Simmons still gets his name in the pub, in the press a lot. Uh, well, they're, they're they're secondary, right? So you got Sertan, Simmons, and uh, who's the strong safety? Uh, Jackson, uh, Kareem Jackson, uh, get themselves, you know, in the press quite a lot. And then, yeah, you know, I, I don't, there's nothing that really stands out to you about the team. Um, you know, I just I don't know if I trust the Vikings enough here on the road. You know, Denver still is a tough tough place to play. It's only two points. I think I'm going to end up going Denver here. I really want to go for the Vikings. Not a fucking chance. Dude. Really? I, I I you will not catch me betting on. on I know. I Denver. said that too. I think I said that earlier in the year. I said I'm never betting on Denver again. Not and a here I am chance. doing it. Not oh, a chance. I, such I, a fucking I'd rather hypocrite. go. I'd rather go. Two and f- two and fifteen betting against them with the spread, like I, I, I it doesn't it doesn't matter. I, I don't care. I'm still not betting on Russell. First off, I'm a Raiders fan, so it's very tough to bet with Denver, who's like their mortal mortal enemy. Um, but with, regardless of bias, like I, I still I don't believe in that team. I just don't. I'm sorry. I, I I don't like them. I know I get you, but you you just got to go with Dobbs on the road. You know, third week at a team. Ah, it's just tough. is what it is. I'm gonna I I'm gonna take don't. Denver this week, and then I'm gonna turn around they next week, stink. and that's all I'm gonna be saying. I'm just gonna be saying fucking. They stink. They stink. They stink. They stink. Then I'm gonna say that guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Which should apply against any one of the. Uh, the Denver players, because I'm sure I'll be yelling at all of them. But anyway, so so be it. So uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. You're going to end up taking the Vikings. 
And so then we go to the final game of the week, which is by far the best one. And it is a doozy, baby. It is a rematch of last year's Super Bowl to be played at Kansas City, where the Chiefs will take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Chiefs currently favored by three points at home. 45 and a half is the over-under. Currently, you have the money slightly in favor of the Chiefs at 52%, while the Sharps and 62% of the tickets are coming in on the Eagles. So all that fun shit aside, it's a fucking great game, dude. This is a you go out and drink beers for this game. Yeah, this old school. Well, like, not you. Let's get. I <laughs> see what I did. You don't let's, drink beers in this game. Let's let's get together and. You know the last game I remember that was like that the the Chiefs Rams Monday Night Football game. Chiefs Rams Monday Night when? Uh, like two years ago when the game was. Like was that the one 16... that me and you went to? Me, me I, we, yeah, I, yeah. I was down in Florida, and then we went to the. Oh, like, we, we went to a Buffalo Wild Wings, right? And it was terrible. There was fucking Buffalo, nobody was the, there. Oh, nobody, and the food was fucking like cold. Yeah, it but, was yeah. fucking awful, right? And it was. It like, was I don't know if I'd but been to a But the game was amazing. The game was crazy. Yeah, that was a Monday night game. I was down in Florida. We went to it. And it was. It was Rams, uh, Rams Chiefs. Yeah. 62-58. That was like Kareem Hunt's wow, coming out game. Wow, that's right. That was a huge scoring game, too. Now, that was a while yeah. ago now, right? That might have been five years so, ago. No. I think, I, you know, maybe three, three or four. I thought that was like early. I mean, Goff was still on the fucking Rams. Yeah. You know, and gospel so, in Detroit so was, three so years. Was, that's a good game. That's a good question. I'm gonna guess like twenty like right before the pandemic, like twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was it pre pandemic. It had to be, right? It had to be pre pandemic. Yeah, had to have been. So maybe twenty nineteen. But whatever. Fifty four, yeah. fifty one, November nineteenth of twenty eighteen. Five twenty eighteen, yeah. So it was a while ago. Yeah. So, but anyway, you got another good one here on Monday night with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Probably the perfect time to have a Super Bowl rematch because the league is in desperate need of a, a solid game this week. Because, I, you know, as we'll get into these other ones and we'll rip through them because there's really nothing really good to talk about. Um, this game is needed because, I, you know, it's just going to suck tomorrow. Um so, I don't know. Do you believe in the Eagles going on the road here? Because they're a legit team, right? I mean, their defense isn't as strong as I thought it was going to be. But it's been, you know, functional, I guess. Um, their offense is, you know, things have kind of come around. You would know because you drafted a lot of their uh, offense. At least you have Swift in a bunch of things, do you not? Yeah, I went. I tried to get Swift in every league and and was very, very close but yeah, I, 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 there's two people I loved going into the season. That's Devontae Smith and uh, DeAndre Swift. And I think that Philadelphia, with coming off the bye, right? They had a bye last week. Is that right? They both had Philadelphia bye. Yeah. So did Kansas City. Yes, right? yes, they're both coming off. Yeah, bye. yeah. correct. I think getting you know giving them the opportunity to, to kind of heal up a little bit. I think that. Uh, Philly's going to go in there, and I think they're going to win. I think they're going to outright win. I, 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 not regardless of the spread. 
this is going to be a great game, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, I, I just don't think Kansas City has enough firepower to keep up. I, I think that Philly's defense got another week healthier. I think their offense got another week healthier, and Kansas City's got their hands full with this one. Really? So I I, I picked Kansas City in this one, uh, to be honest. I thought it was close. I'm basically picking Kansas City as the home team. Um, I'm a little wary of the Kansas City pick only because I think their offense has been really kind of lackluster. And I, I like the Eagles a little bit more in certain spots. I, I just like the home team. And I like the defense. I, I do like Kansas City's defense. I don't think it is phenomenal, but I think they've been playing really well. Um, and, you know, they drafted a, a, a couple of people that they put on that defense that has worked out. McDuffie's been great. Carl Offis has kind of found his spot on that defensive line. Um, but the offense doesn't make me feel super confident. I mean, it's like Kelsey and that's it. You know, Pacheco comes and goes. Sometimes he's got a good game. Sometimes he doesn't. Um, you know, Mahomes has kind of been trying to make things up. But, I mean, you know, Kansas City's also had – Two ugly losses. You know, I mean, you, you, you don't want to think about it, but when you do, you're kind of like, wow, really? I yeah, mean, I mean, they, they looked like shit against Denver. Right. Well, I, I mean, 24 to 9, it was like, geez, you know, and they won versus the, the Jets, and that was 23 20, you know, so you, you lost the first game, right? So, I, I mean, you can't really focus too much on the first game. It's the first game of the year. Um, but you know, the, the Denver loss was ugly and, and that Jets win, you know, wasn't super, didn't make you really feel confident. Um, but no. this is going to be a test, man. This is going to be a test. Now they did win against Miami. That was overseas. That was a little funky, right? Because they, they got out big and then all of a sudden Miami came back. Um, you know, Philadelphia, you know, does either team really need this? Maybe Philadelphia because you got Dallas, you know, chomping yeah. at the bit behind you. Yeah, I don't think – well, I, I think Kansas City definitely probably needs it more. Um, you think Kansas Philly, City, huh? Yeah, because – They don't need I'm it for not, the division, right? Like the division Philly, is dog shit. Philly, yeah. Philly's – no, 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 no. They need it for, for that. Remember, because they, they, only the number one seed gets the buy now. Yeah, no, no, no. I got you. Yeah, okay. All right. So, um, you know, and they, and they got one game currently on Baltimore and the Dolphins. So, uh, and the Dolphins have, uh, they got the same games? Yeah, they do. Uh, Baltimore's fucked. Baltimore's done. You think that, well, well, we'll get to, you think the Andrews injury is, is that big of a deal? Oh, it's, oh my God, it destroys them. Yeah, it, it's kind of a brutal loss. But anyway, b- back to Kansas City. So, you think Kansas City needs it a little bit more because you got to get that, you got to get to see, you know, as for the Eagles, they're eating one, so they're you said it. One. You said it to start the show. Sorry to cut you off. You no, said no, go to ahead. Start the show. There's there's only three or four teams in the NFC that are legit playoff teams. Yes. There's a lot of fucking teams in the AFC who have enough talent to go to the playoffs. And somebody's going to go on a run, and it could be the Chargers, uh, the, you know, the Dolphins. It could be... Well, char- Chargers and Bills, right? Chargers and Bills are the two teams that are buried that really should be in the thick of it. And could go on a, a tear. You know, Kansas City, Baltimore are in. Jacksonville's in. You know, I How can't. How about Jacksonville? Jacksonville could go on a run because they're that fucking group there in sucks. The division there in sucks. Yeah. 
And and they're only one game off between them with two losses to That's three. Right, exactly. So like this is a serious like Philly's going to win out. I I just nobody's going to nobody's going to stop them. There's nobody that they're going to have to play that that is going to be They're going to win out. Wow. I got to pull out. I got to pull up their schedule real quick. Uh and we got to get these other games and wrap up. So I already I already I did this the other day and I don't see them losing a game. You you know who they got left, right? I mean <laughs> Their next three is a grind, bro. It's Kansas City on the road, Buffalo at home, and then San Francisco at home. Those are and, and then Dallas on the road. They're not gonna lose they're they're gonna win out. I'm telling Run you. Run the table. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. I actually Philly, can't believe what I just saw. Philly's inc- incredibly good. Uh I, I think well, if, if they're incredibly good, then you you're betting the Eagles with sheer confidence, right? I mean that that's you love this game tomorrow, then? Uh, I love Philly. Yeah. All right. Well, I, love, I, I don't. Um, and I don't know. We could sit here and try to break it up, but I, you know, I think they're two evenly meet, matched teams. I'm going to take the home team. You don't. I don't. Doesn't sound like you think they're as evenly matched as I do. Uh, I do think they're evenly matched. I just I'm worried, and and I've been on the Kansas City train quote unquote for for quite some time i thinking they're the they're one of if not the best teams in the league i regardless of their record i don't believe they're as good as their record is and i think philadelphia is they, I've yeah, i got you enough, i got you I i've got watched you. enough eagles this year to know that they have a lot of different angles to beat you and i don't think kansas city is going to be able to yes in that regard i am I am happier with the Eagles offense than I am with Kansas City, and we've talked about this for years on end. It has developed this way that it's the offensive team more so than the defensive team that, you know, ends up being successful. So if if that's the case, you know, the Eagles would be the team going in because, as I said, I, I'm not super confident in Kansas City's offense here, uh, and I think, you know, Eagles have more weapons, that's for sure. Um, so we're going to be on opposite ends there. It's going to be Chiefs-Eagles. That brings us to third down, which we're just going to rip to. I'm not going to give any of the stats. We'll just uh, do the games and our picks, and that way we'll get to our gambling wagers at down four because we ran a little long talking about quarterbacks in the beginning here, so we'll try to speed it up at the end. So let's rock and roll. Third down. All right, so first game is going to be Lions-Bears. Lions at home favored by 7.5. Bears get Justin Fields back. 48 is the over-under. Who are you going to take there? Uh, not Chicago. Nope, me either. I'm taking the Lions, so we're both in on the Lions. If you're interested, that is pros, Joe's. Pros are on the Bears there. So, next game's Cowboys-Panthers. This game also has a big spread. Big road favorite here. Big road favorites have not done good over the course of the year, but this game might be a little different. Cowboys, 10.5-point favorites over Carolina on the road. 42.5 is the over-under. Again, pros, Joe's. The pros like the Panthers here. I do not. I'll go first. I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. So I don't understand why it's 10 and a half and they're expecting 42 points. Like, what the fuck are they expecting? Carolina's not going to score on Dallas. Yeah, that is. Now that you point that out, I didn't even pick that out. That's weird. Yeah, right? Because you would think it would be lower. It could be like a 30, you know, 30, high 30s, 38, something like that. I think 42 is a lot of points for, for that game. I don't know what that, I don't know. Maybe they think that the Cowboys are going to score that much, right? Because they're coming off that. Or big... that the Cowboys, right? Or the Cowboys just 
smoke them and, and bench people, and then Carolina comes back like the Giants did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. That that's odd. That that's a good point. Out. I didn't even put the two and two together. I didn't look at the line versus the spread. Um, I, I mean versus the points. So we're both in on Dallas there. Let's go to Miami where they're going to be hosting the Raiders. Another multi-score spread. Thirteen and a half points in favor of Miami. Forty-six is the over/under. Uh, I'll let you go first. I'm taking Miami. I I, I took I'm Miami sorry. as well. Yep. So we're well, both in on Miami. Vegas. Yeah, if you want to know the truth, everybody likes the Dolphins. I said I was going to give stats, but it's it's relevant here. It's a trifecta game. 91% of the tickets, 96% of the money is in wow. on Miami. So everybody likes Miami in that one. Next game is going to be in Houston. The Texans, who's everybody's darling child, and C.J. Stroud are going to be six-point favorites over Arizona. 48 is the over-under here. So do you like the, you know, the new... The new toy, or do you like the old toy? I like Arizona in this game. Yeah, I'm a favor of the old toy too. So give give us Kyler Murray in the six points. Uh, I like the tech. I, it's just a lot of points, right, for C.J. Stroud and the and the and Houston. Yeah, it's it's a it's a ton. I, I Vegas. This is one of those games where I look at it and I'm like, what? Yeah, that doesn't I, make sense six at points. all. No, and the Cardinals have been a little scrappy throughout the whole year. Uh, and much less the past couple of weeks with Kyler Murray. So we're both in on Arizona there. Commanders-Giants in Washington. Commanders are eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Giants coming off that colossal blowout against Dallas. 37-and-a-half is the over-under year. So, again, they're not expecting any points. To your point, Cowboys-Panthers with 10-and-a-half with 42-and-a-half. This is eight-and-a-half with 37-and-a-half. So right. they are not expecting anything out of the Giants in this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Commanders. I you know eight and a half points. Any game versus the I don't think anybody understands how really bad the Giants are right now. No, Giants. Giants are probably the worst team in the NFL uh, by far. The, I don't even think next, it's arguable. Well, Carolina is really bad, but um, I, yeah, they got the, a quarterback and they got some players. The Giants have nothing. They literally have nothing. I can't even point nothing. to anything. You know, no, but, but Barkley, Barkley's their quote unquote best talent. And, oh, he's and, fucking awful. He's awful. He's. I I can't wait yeah. for him to go just to be rid of the conversation and in hopes that he'll go somewhere else and blow the fuck up. And I, I, I wouldn't so. even feel bad about it. It's just like it, I do think he was a great talent, and he's it, he, he's not good for this system. No, and he never has been, and they change systems too much, and it's just, you know, he needs to go somewhere. I would have loved to have seen him in fucking Dallas, right, where they just got a big line, and they like to run the ball. You know, I I, I almost hope he goes to Dallas. I mean, that would suck as a fan, but fuck, I think he would be good there. Uh, He's going to wind up on the Rams or some shit. Christ, that would be even worse. Uh, All right, next one up. We're going to go to Jacksonville. Jaguars are seven-point favorites over the Titans. 39-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars in the seven points. I just think Tennessee's bad. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, uh, I'm with you. Yeah. So, uh, and, and you know, the, the Jaguars got blown out last week. This could be one of those get-right games. We'll have to see. Uh, but, all right, so we're both in on Jacksonville there. Chargers are going to be road favorites against the Packers. The Packers are terrible. Three-point favorites in, in three-point spread in favor of the Chargers here. 44, great number, uh, is the over-under here. I don't know. I Do you have any interest in the Packers? 
No. No. Not a chance. So we're both in on the Chargers. Uh, Final 1 o'clock game is Brown-Steelers. We already talked about. We're both in on the Steelers. So we'll flip and go to 4 o'clock games. 49ers-Bucks, this game in San Francisco. 49ers, 12-point favorites. Another huge spread. 41.5 is the over-under. You have any interest in Tampa in 49ers or Tampa Bay? <clears throat> I pick 49ers because they're just if they play, man, they they're very tough. They're they're probably my they're probably the best team in, in the NFC. I they know. Play. I you know what? I, I just shit. I, I just this is the one game where I saw the big multi point spread and I'm kinda like, I don't know, do I like Tampa? No. Uh, I know, I know, I know, but <clears throat> You know, Evans is a little banged up. If Evans, uh, I don't know what to do here. 12 points is a lot, but the 49ers could fucking kick their ass. Yeah. Uh, man, I I originally had the Bucks. I think I'm going to flip it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Shit, I'm going to hate myself later for that one. 12 points is a lot of points. And the Bucks, you know, Mayfield's actually had a good year, dude. He hasn't been terrible. He's been fine. You know, and 12 points. He's been serviceable. Yeah. Um, they are losing their uh, their safety, though. The one safety is out for the Bucks, which could be problematic for the 49ers. Could be problematic for themselves against the 49ers. Who, Winfield's out? Uh, no, Dean, right? Isn't Dean out? Oh, Dean. Yeah. So, uh, but regardless, whatever, spending too much time talking about it. Uh, Bills, Jets in Buffalo. Bills, seven and a half point favorites over Gang Green. 39 and a half is the over under. Pros, Joes. Pros like the Jets. I picked the Bills. I actually took the Jets. Yeah, now uh, tell me why. Not, not to focus too much, but, you know, seven and a half points, a lot of points, granted, division game. Jets have a good defense, but if they have proven anything, they can't do shit with that quarterback. And they, you know, no. they, they the Bills, lost to the Raiders. The, the Raiders are a worse team. Now they got to go to Buffalo, a better team. Yeah. The Bills and the 49ers are probably the two teams from each division that I, uh, from each conference that I think have the most talent. And if everything plays out the way it should, are probably the most destined to land in the Super Bowl. However, what I saw the past two, three weeks from Buffalo, they need they need some serious time to like rest and rejuvenate and get back to the way they sh- they know how to play. Like they're 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 making basic, you know, like the back to basics saying like they need to get back to basics. They're just they're making stupid errors that are costing them. And now you might think Cleveland's the best defense in the league. I I personally think. The Jets are the best defense in in the league. That's just me, though. Yeah, they're good. I don't. I, I just don't think they're as dominant. I I think that I think that Cleveland has some. I mean, Miles Garrett alone is probably more dominant. Well, I mean, it'd be Miles Garrett versus Sauce Gardner, who is more dominant in their position, right? And I, you haven't really heard about Sauce. I know he was banged up. That no, one I would. You would have to say you would. A, a better comparison would be Quinn and Williams versus fucking Miles Garrett. Quinn nah. Williams is, is a fucking beast. Uh, he is good, but I, Sauce is their best player. I don't think he's had the best year, but he's their best player. 
um, on defense. But anyway, all right. So, so you just you think the defense is good enough to to keep them a little bit less than seven and a half? Um, I think the offense is so bad that I I just I can't I I just don't see it. I think this is where the Bills get a little bit of their frustration out. So, uh, and then that leads us to the final game, and that is Seahawks Rams. Seahawks favored on the road by one. Rams getting Stafford back. Forty six is the over under. Uh, this is a trifecta game. Everybody in on the Rams. Heavy, too. 75% of the tickets and 88% of the money pool. Uh, I ended up taking the Seahawks. I kind of wanted to take the Rams. But I ultimately... I The Rams really haven't been good outside of the very beginning of the year. And I don't know. I still don't have faith in Stafford coming back. He's been playing banged up. He's old. He gets hurt again. It's like... I don't know. What the hell do you do? I, took the, I took the Seahawks, too. Yeah. You know, I, I just... The Rams I liked in the beginning of the year, they started going south, and I think it's kind of too late to, to get things going again. But you never know. Uh, it's only one point, so they just have to win at home. But Seahawks need this game. Seahawks are in the thick of it. Uh, you know, I think they should be motivated here. You know, And they did get Williams from uh, the Giants, and that was, a nice, that was a nice pickup. That was a nice pickup and a nice send-off, too, because the Giants didn't have to do that. You know, They, they, got, they got a fucking second-round pick out of it. Which is fucking in that regard, you got to do it. You got a second round fucking pick for him. Yeah, ship him. We love you, but adios. So here we go. Let's go to fourth down and see where we put our money. Fourth down. All right, we'll start with our best bets, our super picks, and then we'll get to our wagers. Chris, why don't you go? Because you are beating me basically across the board. I got you in the in the two seventy two, and that's it. Everything else has been you this year. I don't know. I you know. I guess my best bet's going to be the Chargers. I I have them in my I, super picks. I have just such a tough time picking uh, what my best bet was this week. I don't really. I didn't fall on any game and say, "Oh my god, that's not even a, like this is stupid." But I guess it was between the Chargers and the Cardinals. It was one of those two, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. All right, I went with the Washington Commanders and the eight and a half points. I, I until I see something from the Giants, I I don't know if any team won't blow them out of the doors. It, it really is. They're like a college program right now, and so I took the eight and a half with Washington as my best bet. So, uh, getting to the super contest, where'd you go? You usually don't take your best bet and put them in there, but if you had no. trouble, I imagine you probably might have this week. Am I right? Or I wrong? considered it. I considered it, but I didn't do it. <sighs> Uh, I took Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Okay. Uh, I took Arizona. Arizona, here we come. I just made up that song. Go ahead. Ja- Jacksonville. Jax coming off the blowout, but now looking to rally against Tennessee. Yep. 49ers. San Fran, who you said before is best team in the league. I don't argue with that. San Fran, uh, just as a sidebar for that one pick, is San Francisco the best team in the league and Debo Samuel meant that much to him, or they were the best team in the league and Brock Purdy just kind of fucking fumbled around for three weeks? No, it, it, it's, it definitely has something to do with Debo Samuel. He whatever He's just another... He's such a, a, a dynamic threat that... Every team has to kind of play around him, and it makes it so much easier for the rest of the 49ers to get their I'd, their fill of fantasy points. Yeah, I, I'd love to interview defense coordinators and ask that question. 
because it was such a horrific three-game stretch. I'd love to know what everybody else's opinion is and just to see, you know, whether it was like Debo meant that much or Purdy just took a fucking three-game snooze. But San Francisco will be your fourth uh, Super Contest pick, which will be I mean, dude, they they went and they fucking smoked the Jaguars. Destroyed them. Destroyed. But to a degree, I also think Jacksonville looked awful. I I don't care. They were coming off of like a five-game winning streak. I know, but I, I watched that game. You watched that. You might have watched that game too. I, I as soon as they started playing that game, I'm like Jacksonville doesn't have a prayer, you know. And it and they were able to keep it close at halftime, and then coming out of the halftime, the way that went, it was just like, oh fuck it, this game's over. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a throttling. Yeah. So back to the super contest. You got Detroit, Arizona, yeah. Jacksonville, San Francisco. Who's your fifth pick? Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, all right, so I went with Washington because it was my best bet. So Washington was one, Dallas was two, Chargers was three. So your best bet is in my super contest. And then I went with Denver and Kansas City. So those were my five super contests. Uh, gambling, I'm awful. I am at 5,300. That's how bad I have fallen. So uh, you can't be that bad. So I will let you kick it off. Where's your bankroll at currently? Uh, like sixty two hundred. Sixty two. So uh, you know you're a little bit ahead. Not, but ba- it has been a brutal year, man. I don't know how else to slice it. I mean, there is. I don't know. The people that have done successful, I'd love to know how they broke out there. You never get that shit out of any of these podcasts. They all just tell you, uh, you know, the picks. And then, oh, we got it right, and we had this pick and that pick. But nobody ever tells you, you know, how they gambled, right? right? You know, which is exactly that's what I'd love to hear. Um, But anyway, so with 6,200, what are you going to do this week? Uh, I'm going to do my money line, uh, straight money line bet, Arizona, 100 to win 300. I think they're going to beat the the Texans. Uh, I'm going to do my spread with my best bet, the Chargers, minus two and a half, 100 to win 200. Then I'm going to do a money line parlay, 100 to win 300, and that's going to be with the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. So you're taking Detroit, Dallas, Dallas and Philly. And the, yep. And then I'm going to do a teaser. For a hundred, trying to get on the board, trying to get his first teaser win of the year. What are we going to go with? Uh, I'm going to Arizona plus twelve. Okay, juicing that up. Yep, Pittsburgh plus eight and a half. Also juicing up the dog. Minnesota plus nine. Another dog. And Philadelphia plus nine. Another dog. It's the four dog tease. That's Mm -hmm. what he's going for, folks. Yep. Jacking them all up. Okay. And what are you putting on that? Uh, that's 100 to win 400. Okay. And then I'm going to do an anytime touchdown parlay. Which he loves for listeners at home. Which I hit last first week that Florida had sports gambling, and I hit it last that was week. T- so that- was that last week or two weeks ago? You hit the one in, in our... In our fourth yeah. down, yeah, a couple weeks and ago, and then right? la- last week I did one right before the game started, and I hit an any anytime touchdown. It's like t- uh, ten bucks to win one fifty. So wow, it was, nice, good for you. It was good. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna do 
anytime touchdown, I'm going to do Gibbs from the Lions. Yep. Eckler from the Chargers. Gotcha. And Waddle from the Dolphins. Oh, wow. That's a risky one there. He is not and here. That's going to be 100 to win 1,000. Okay. I like Gibbs and Eckler. I, I wouldn't put Waddle on anything. He's had such a bad year. Such a bad year. But, uh, okay, so we've got a money line. Two, we've got one straight money line bet. We've got a spread bet. We've got a money line parlay, a teaser, and then an anytime touchdown parlay. Yes, sir. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. So he is off the board. So uh, here is what I did. I was at... 5,300 at this point, so it has been a horrific year for me, uh, and I don't have long-form bets that are looking good like Chris does. I Basically, I, I have like Micah Parsons and as Defensive Player of the Year, and I've got uh, Peterson as Head Coach of the Year, and I don't think either of those look good right now, but uh, especially not with fucking Jacksonville getting destroyed last week. But there's still plenty of games left in the season, so you never know. So, anyway, with my 5,300, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to do a teaser right out of the gate. I'm going to call this one. These teams are fucking better. I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to bring them down, minus two. Dallas down to minus four and a half. San Francisco to minus six. I'm going to put 200 to win 520 on that. My next teaser I'm going to call... The home teams, less than three points. So I'm going to bring all these teams down to under a field goal. That's going to be Washington to two and a half, Jacksonville to one, and Buffalo to one and a half. Give me 200 for 520 on those. I'm going to do a parlay. These are going to be the blowout parlay games. This is going to be Dallas, Miami, and San Francisco. They're all huge spreads. Dallas 10 and a half, Miami 13 and a half, San Fran 12. But these teams, like we've been talking about, were all better. We almost instant picked all of them. Um, and so, well, I, not San Francisco for me, but uh, I, I was going with Tampa Bay. But here I'm going to go with San Francisco in the blowout. 100 for 700 there. And then I'm going to throw another teaser in there. This one's going to be teasers are easy. That's what I'm calling this one. And the why? Because I'm going to put a lot of teams in this one. I'm going to do Detroit, Miami, Dallas, San Fran, and Buffalo. So I've had all of these teams in these other ones. I'm throwing them all together here. So De- Detroit, Miami, Dallas, San Fran, Buffalo. Give me 100 for 500. And then I'm going to do a just pick the winners. And this is a Moneyline parlay. It's going to be Detroit, Dallas, San Francisco, Buffalo, Denver, Kansas City. Just picking those teams, 100 for 600. So I'm out 700, bringing my bankroll down to 4,600. Nothing but teasers and parlays, which we haven't hit at all. So that means this week it's going to be Obviously a major malfunction. and a disaster. Uh, but that's the way <laughs> that uh, we're going to roll. So with that said, that will end the week 11 show. Uh, Chris, what do you got lined up for your Sunday? Other than two work kids at, and wiping. Work as always. Work as always. Oh, that's then... right. You work, man. You got to get done with that shit. Wrap that Tell up. Tell me about it, man. <laughs> All right. Well, when, when do you get done? Are you going to watch at any football or do you put a full day? Yeah, I, I bring my computer and I hook it up next to my desk. So I get to keep, keep tabs on the games as they go. But 
Uh, I get done at six, so I'd I, I love to catch the end of the four o'clock game, so that's nice. All right. Well, with the exception of losers like you, uh, you know, champions like me, you're going to sit on my fucking fat ass and watch fucking football all day. Oh boy! Yeah, oh boy. that's it. You know, I probably uh, I'm I'll probably fall asleep during like the one o'clock games because I'm fucking old. But anyway, uh, so be it. Everybody enjoy your Sundays. Chris, enjoy yours. You're not a loser. Just uh, you know, just joshing your brother. And <laughs> wish you all the best with your bets. And uh, you know, don't bet your faces off. Keep it under control, and uh, you know, hope you win tons and tons of money. Two hundred and uh, something million dollars on the Powerball tonight for degenerates. Run out and get your Powerball tickets as well. So that's it. That's all the gambling we can throw down your throats for this week, and we will talk to you later. Howdy. Adios. <laughs> 